huh? Me an ex ho. What's up, mommy? Hello. To miss me alive. Came to laugh and learn how she live her best life. Became the change in the world she wanna see. Practicing Buddha, she don't even see her enemy. An ex ho, zodiac sign is Gemini. She highly volatile and calm at the same time. The world for what it really is. Through the eyes of the twins Mia XO Zodiac sign is Gemini She highly volatile and calm at the same time Highly volatile and calm at the same time She highly volatile and calm at the same time 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 Hello there, hello. So, um, first of all, I wanna start out by saying I really appreciate all of you. Whether you're listening to my podcasts, sharing them with other people, um, commenting and liking and sharing things on my social media, however it is that you're showing your support to me, I appreciate you. Uh, part of the reason that I'm doing this podcast is because of recent events and just some things that I wanted to get off my chest. But of course, I couldn't, you know, start a podcast episode without thanking everybody. Because without those people that give me this constant support, I mean, even if you're just playing my podcast on your way to work, that's putting money in my pocket. So I appreciate you. Appreciate you. I do. That being said, today's episode is going to be fairly short. Um, This is probably something I would have usually just put on my vlog, but I don't have pretty visuals and I really want to get it off my chest. So I figured why not do a podcast episode? That way my listeners can hear how I feel about the current state of the country and Black Lives Matter. And then it will also let them know and or remind you that I am a safe place for discussion, okay? Uh, The reason that I'm doing this episode today is because unless you have been in another country with your head buried in the sand for the past two weeks, you have to know and be aware of what's going on uh, and the racial tension that is currently going on in our country. Um, Today is Monday, June 8th. And before I get knee deep in this, I want to preface everything I'm, I'm about to say with and or remind you with, I don't do a fact check. So if you're looking to hear facts within this particular podcast, don't. Okay. This podcast is called Me Is Me Alive. So there is no editing. So please be aware that I may get emotional and have to go silent for a second. But this is how you know that it's raw and it's real. Okay. And I want to talk about the racial tensions that are going on within our country right now. Because, I mean, for obvious reasons, this is some bullshit that we shouldn't still have to be dealing with in the year of 2020. 
So a couple of weeks ago, I want to say the date was the May 26th, but don't quote me on that. A person by the name, a black man by the name of George Floyd, um, died as a result of his detainment by the police. Apparently somebody called the police on this gentleman, this black man in Minneapolis for writing or having a counterfeit 20 bill. And that's what they thought. As it turns out, the the bill was an actual real uh, $20 bill. So it wasn't counterfeit, but somebody called the police on him for supposedly trying to use a counterfeit bill. And I'm just going to kind of paraphrase because I know that there's a lot of details that can be left out and things like that. If you want the full information, full details, honestly, all you have to do is Google it. And I would look at CNN or a reliable news source to get information about what happened, what's currently happening, and what could happen in the future. So back to what I'm saying. So this man died while in police custody with his knee on the back of his neck. And when you go, if you haven't already seen the, the, the video, when you go and Google it, you will see that no person, regardless of what they've done, deserves to die this way. So of course, as you can imagine, this caused a huge uproar immediately in Minneapolis, uh, where all of this took place. Actually, Minnesota. I'm not sure if it's Minneapolis, so I don't want to say that and be incorrect. It happened in Minnesota. Um, And obviously the video went viral and black people are outraged, rightly so. You know, here's another black man died in police custody and, um, you know, clearly it was racially motivated, the entire whole scenario, right? So for the past, so a week after that, you know, the days go by and the protests grow and the protests grow and lead to not last weekend, but the weekend of May 29th and such. We have riots and things breaking out here in Phoenix. A mall is completely closed and shut down for who knows how long because looters broke into the mall. I mean, again, once you Google this, if you don't, if you're not familiar, get familiar, then you'll see what I'm talking about. Because then it was, you know, people need to stop destroying these buildings, blah, 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 blah. This has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. But, and I'll interject here with a little fun fact, um, looting and rioting has always been a part of protesting. And usually the looting and the rioting is what gets results. Okay. That being said, all these people are upset about it and everything, and they're trying to compare these buildings and these material items to this man's life, which is just making the situation even worse. Now it's to the point where, you know, supposedly white militia groups are going to be, you know, really focused on trying to jam up, harass, hurt, whatever, groups of black people. We were given a curfew in the state. Uh, everybody has to be in and not not in groups and such uh, from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. the next day. And this that actually expires today unless the governor decides otherwise. So for the past week, we've been under a, a curfew. We've, you know, the looting and the rioting has continued. The protesting, all of that has continued 
Um, when this first started, only one, there was a total of four officers involved with this, this young man's death. When this first started, only one officer had been arrested and he was charged with third degree murder. A real quick lesson on that. There's no such thing as third degree murder. There are about six states that still use that. Everybody else uses the term manslaughter. So initially he was arrested and charged with manslaughter. Fast forward a week of protesting, looting, rioting, etc. His charges are bumped up to second degree murder. And the other three officers that were involved also second degree murder, if I'm not mistaken. I also want to say that two of these officers were brand new. One of them is an of Asian descent. And I, for, if, please forgive me if I'm incorrect. I believe that's what he, his background is. And the other officer of color is mixed half black and half white. But from what I read, didn't have a whole lot of interaction with the black side of his family because he was adopted by a white family. And I'm saying all of that just to kind of give you a juxtaposition, juxtaposition on what's going on. Because, of course, people are, well, black people are killing each other all the time. Why? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and I just want to give you those two officers. There was maybe four or five days on the job. Just to give you perspective. Now, fast forward. All four have been arrested. They've been all arrested and charged with second degree murder. And so clearly things are going on, right? Clearly things are happening. Changes are happening. I'm also starting to see, during this time, you're, you will also start to see an increase in support from the community. We have all of these community leaders, or most of these community leaders that are reaching out to these black businesses, such as myself, to you know come to have discussion forums and meetings and coming together, trying to you know be an ally, be an asset to us. And I said all of that as a background to say this, don't get me wrong. I absolutely appreciate all of the support and everything that all of the non, let's just go ahead and say Caucasian and or white community are given the black community now. I really appreciate, you know, companies like the brand consortium who <clears throat> last Friday put together a, they pulled all of their people, their network uh, of people, you know, other PR firms, marketing, etc., and sat down with a lot of black business owners here in the Valley and, um, you know, tried to work with them to see how they can help them and what services they can offer. And, you know, on any social media platform, you see every other celebrity, you know, taking accountability, realizing that they don't know, realizing how, you know, wrong we're being done, realizing that there needs to be change. All of these realizations, you have the NFL who's now apologized to Colin Kaepernick for the way that they treated him when he took a knee, because this is what it was all about. He, Colin Kaepernick took a knee to protest against police violence against black people and now the the NFL you know all of these people you know people are coming out things are coming out that were said by people years and years and years ago and it's like we're getting all of these apologies right and all of this awareness right and all of this publicity right but 
My question is, because it's great now, but my question is, and my frustration is, where was all of this all along? You know, I've had my business, it'll be eight, oh, actually 18 years this month in June. And not once have any of these resources been presented to me in this fashion. As a matter of fact, the PR company that put on the event that I mentioned that took place last week, I actually worked with her in that company, the owner, etc., and she was very rude to me. Now, granted, that was a few years ago, and so I'm hoping that, you know, she has since um, realized the error in her ways because she's not rude to me now on social media. She was the one who put me on to that event that her company is was hosting and, you know, and really trying to, you know, do what she can in her in her community of Scottsdale. And I think that's great. I just don't understand. I think I even posted something like this on my Facebook. Um, I don't understand where all of this hate came from. Like, what is it? And what I also don't understand is why did it take yet another black person's life to be canceled by the police for people to finally start to step up? You didn't, this particular PR company knew I was around since since the five years ago that we worked together, I've never interacted with her as much as I have recently. I have so many corporations reaching out to me wanting to offer their services and assistance to help further my business. Where were all these people at five, 10 years ago? You know, where were all these people at a month ago, two months ago, last year? We won't even count 2020 because motherfuckers been on lockdown, right? But last year, where were all these people? And I think it's great that they're doing it now, but I just, I can't help but wonder, where were you at last year, the year before that? You know what I'm saying? Why weren't you going this hard for the people in your community then? Because let's be real, folks. Had they, you know, been going to bat for us from jump, just in general, white people going to bat and having, you know, black people's backs and everything, have they been doing all that from jump? We wouldn't fucking be here. You know, we wouldn't be now in a situation where we're, we, I'm 42 years old and I have a goddamn curfew. I gotta be in the house by eight o'clock. You know, I can't go shopping at my favorite mall because the looters have, and the rioters got into the mall and fucked it all up because supposedly this George Floyd situation. And I say supposedly, cause it's already been proven that a portion of these rioters and looters have nothing to do with George Floyd, that they were actually paid to participate and or just like doing it for fun. One guy, I, I wanna say his name is Jake Paul. He's a famous YouTuber. Um, gets his money, he's got millions of followers doing crazy shit. And he, that's the reason he was part of the uh, rioting on downtown Scottsdale because it was fun. So it's like, I just, you know, while I appreciate the newfound interest in our community, in our black community by our white friends, I guess I just don't understand why it took so long. You know, why did it take all of this for you to just see us as an equal. Why did it take yet another in, innocent 
black man's life to be taken for you to want to see us as equals, to want to work with us? Like, why did it, why did we have to go through all of this just to get to here? These are the questions that have been on my mind, you know? These are the questions that I've been on my mind as a professional going through this situation. Now, my personal questions are completely different um, and are not because I'm seeing more of my white friends that didn't support me so much before doing it now. You know, I'm seeing so much more support just in general and I just don't understand. Like, I'm the same person doing the same shit. I wasn't cool enough then, you know? So that's my own professional conundrum within everything that's going on. And I just hope that with this particular episode that you will start to ask yourself these questions. And maybe these questions, you'll start to find the answers to these questions. So later on, you know, if we're ever faced with these issues in the future, you can respond better. What's up, y'all? This your girl, Mia. So here's my quick little promo about my business because we all know that if we don't get to pay the bills, you know, being homeless is not a good look. So yeah, I plan events. I love doing it, been doing it forever. And you can visit my website at miahillary.com for details. That's M-I-A-H-I-L-L-E-R-Y dot com. Visit my website. You can also subscribe to my podcasts, YouTube channel, and blog there. Schedule a free consultation and get a lot of fun information about who I am and, you know, get to know me a little bit. All right. Visit my website, miahillary.com. Thanks guys. It's funny because I was really hesitant to do this segment of the podcast just because I didn't know how people were going to take it with everything that's going on in our country right now. Um, you know, it's just posing a lot of questions in my mind And one of those questions, in addition to what you heard in the previous segment, is, you know, why am I going so hard for the black man who does not go so hard for me? And I just need you to think about that before you start jumping to your assumptions and getting in your feelings because black women support everybody. You can see us supporting white people, women. You can see us supporting men. You can see us supporting children. And any situation that needs the support, needs a group of people to rally for them, black women are always there. As a black woman, I can confirm that's rarely the case in return. It's rarely reciprocated, especially from our black men. When things are all peachy king and, you know, copacetic and whatnot, the majority of our black men do not treat our black women with respect. Now, I can't speak for other states. I can only speak for Arizona. And I can only speak from my personal experience. 
somebody asked me the other day, what black man are you fighting for? And I said, the one I'm fighting for, the one I'm, you know, going to bat for and trying to make all this change for is my son. Because truth be told, with the exception of my stepfather, I've never really, and my grandfather, I've never really had a man to have my back. I have been done so wrong, cheated on, beat up physically and spiritually and psychologically, used all of that by, by a black man. Given my heart, just recently I was dealing with somebody that I thought we were dating and leading towards something serious at some point, our version of serious, only to find out that he's been doing the same thing with another woman who's not black and couldn't even give me the courtesy of just letting me know. I had to find out in the streets. So as I end this segment, this is to the black men. Look out for us. You know, we're here. We love you. Black women love black men. And all we're asking is for that in return.